how's the hello welcome to wide left sports today i am joined by former idaho state football player vi pico how are you doing today man i'm pretty good bro appreciate you of course man so i always ask this question and it's kind of my first question what made you fall in love with football oh man uh I would say the, you know, the connection I had with my family. I have, uh, when I was little, I had an older cousin, uh, Tupe Peco. Uh, he was playing for the Indianapolis Colts at the time. And then um, his little brother, uh, Domata Peco, he um, was drafted to the Bengals out of, uh, and they both came out of Michigan State. And um, he recently just retired uh, two seasons ago. Wow. And so uh, just the connection with that. And then I had a I have another uh, cousin um, who me and him are really close. Uh, that's my role model, uh, Anthony Pecco. He actually went to Montana State, graduated from Montana State. So he's, he's a Bobcat and we have a we have this uh, big sky rivalry between us, too. So, um, you know, just uh, the connection with the family and um, just learning and watching uh, my older cousins and, you know, it helped me build a love for the sport. That's awesome, man. So what ultimately made you choose Idaho State? Um, you know what it was when I was uh, I had went to Saginaw Valley State my freshman year. And then I bounced back to Cerritos College. And then coming out of Cerritos College, I was getting recruited by um, a few D2 schools. And uh, in my head, I was, you know, I, I thought I was good enough to play uh, D1AA. Um, of course, uh, you know, getting a degree is is obviously the, the main goal. But, you know, I had, I had a dream to play D1 football. And, you know, I didn't want anything to stop it. So... Um, I actually went on uh, I went on three Division two school official visits out of JUCO. And um, at the same time, I was talking with uh, Coach Steve Fita, who was the D-line coach at the time at Idaho State. And um, he was just saying how interested he was in my, in my gameplay and, and um, all that. And I also had another coach that would help that was helping me out. Um, he I grew up in high school playing against him as he was a head coach uh, or an assistant coach, uh, Anthony White, who is now the head coach at uh, Santa Ana College. And um, I had tapped in with him and asked him if he had any, you know, connections at the next level. And he got in touch with uh, Coach Steve Fafita. And then from there, it was just, you know, back and forth messaging. Um, nothing really biting as scholarship wise. But then I, um, I ended up committing to, I committed to Arkansas Tech. Um, I, I, I liked the campus up there. The coaching was good, and, you know, sounded all great. And then I've just verbally committed in the next, I'd say the next day, I got a preferred walk-on opportunity at Idaho State. And um, I ended up taking that and, you know, uh, just... You know, I, I knew I was going to work hard and I knew I was I was going to be able to make an impact um, just the way I play the game. And, you know, my mindset, uh, like I said, I wasn't going to let anyone stop me. 
And that's how I ended up at Idaho. That's awesome, man. So we talked a little bit before and, you know, you said you love Pocatello and want to move back there. So what was it about Pocatello that just made you fall in love with it? Uh, The atmosphere and the people, you know, that is, it was awesome. That uh, outdoor lifestyle was great. Um, I, being from California, I actually don't like the heat. <laughs> I love cold weather. So, you know, I hate being hot. So that, that was another plus. And, um, you know, the people were, everybody was great. You know, I could walk anywhere. I was walking anywhere along the campus or down the street. And you have a full conversation with anyone. California can't really get that. So <laughs> not <laughs> lot, really, no. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of stubborn people, but I mean, yeah, it's everywhere, but you know, more out here, but, um, yeah, that's, that was pretty much it, man. And then the, the, just the lifestyle and the, you know, it was just fun. For sure. For sure. So, you know, one thing that um, is different than from Idaho state than I think every other big sky school, except for, I can't remember Northern Arizona off the top of my head is it's a dome with the yeah. dome. So how much of an adjustment is that to play in a dome? Um, it, It's, you know, I think it was, it's, it comes, it's, you know, it's a, there's pros and cons with it as far as, uh, you know, playing uh, outdoor and indoor. So what was cool was if we had an indoor game, we practice indoor. Um, if we had an outdoor game, we always practice outdoor. We had a brand new outdoor field, uh, practice field. So we would spend our time out there if we had an outdoor game. So, um, for example, we played when we were getting ready for Montana State game, instead of practicing inside the dome, we had to practice in the snow. That way we got used to it when we got there and it was freezing cold over there. So, um, but playing in the dome, it, it was, uh, it was fun. You know, it was, it was definitely loud for sure. And, you know, even if it wasn't, there wasn't that many people there, their noises and the loud noises they make, it echoes all around. So it helps for the home field advantage for sure. That was going to be my next question is what was it like for you as a player to have that? Cause I mean, it does just bounce around in there like crazy with any amount of sound. Yeah, it was crazy, man. My junior, uh, my junior year there, I got I I got there as a junior. Um, my junior year, we were uh, still building. Um, I believe we won two or three games, maybe four. I'm not too sure. Um, but my senior year, uh, we had a great uh, junior class and a sophomore class. And my senior year, we, man, it was loud. I think every home game was sold out. So that's about. 11.5 12,000 people and uh man it was it was really loud so it's you know all the all those people screaming and you know it, it helped us a lot you know we're trying we're and we're winning at home we won every home game so you know that that helped uh, big time for us that's awesome so um besides the Kibby Dome where was your favorite stadium to play um you know in the big sky in the big sky? Yeah. Uh, Montana State. Really? Yeah. I would say Montana State because that, uh, you know, that, that atmosphere right there was crazy. And, you know, the, the field, the fans are right on your back, you know, and, you know, the, the, it was just loud. And also just the knowing the rivalry I had with my older cousin, it was, it was real cool with me too. And he, he was actually on the field when we played them, which was cool. So, um, 
he had already graduated, but he, he was still there with all the alumni. Man, yeah, just, you know, it was negative. I believe the game started at um, negative two degrees. And, you know, you had, you had their fans with no shirts on, and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm A lot of beer in their systems. <laughs> I'm layered up like crazy. I'm wearing, like, four pairs of socks. It's crazy, man. And I was, I don't know how they didn't get cold. And I, th- I want to say the game ended at like negative 19 degrees. That's so, the crazy thing about Montana. We can get super cold and it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> I remember at halftime, we, uh, we didn't even have water at halftime. We had chicken noodle soup <laughs> trying to warm up. It was crazy. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. So, where where was your best game do you think collegiately you know where mm-hmm. did you have your best game i think i i played my best game i would say eastern washington was a good game for me and the cal poly game was a real good game for me I had a lot of tackles and um made some good defensive plays um eastern washington was a good game playing against cooper cup you know so that was that was insane uh vernon adams you know they, that was a shootout too uh, i think we lost 56 53 and uh but yeah that was that was probably one of my best games uh against also utah state utah oh, yeah. state was a good game for me. for sure yeah, and so. that's always cool to go off and play those d1 schools like that that's awesome yeah. Yeah, that was a real, real good experience. Real fun. For sure. So, you know, you mentioned like Cooper Cup, Vernon Adams, and mm-hmm. a lot of the big dogs in the big sky. What was it like to have that in the conference you were playing in? Man, uh, you know what? Playing against those guys, you, you know, you obviously when you play against the those um, game changers in the big sky, you obviously think they're going to go to to the next level. Um but man, the noise that Cooper Cup's making now, it's crazy. And it's almost like, man, I used to play against that guy. Like, man, but he, you know, what's crazy. I tell people all the time was he was doing this stuff already in college. You it know, was. he, it, it wasn't anything special for people that played against him or with him. Everybody knew that he was going to make this type of noise up there. Now, look, he's the triple crown uh, holder in the league, which is awesome you know, getting it, being able to play against them. So that was, that's a really cool experience and uh, real fun to, you know, take, take that with me. For sure. I mean, I remember watching him against the Bobcats and it was like, I, I don't even know what to do to stop him. Just let him go to the end zone. <laughs> yeah. He, it's crazy, bro. He's that guy is, and it's not anything fancy he does. He's just very technical. Yeah. You know, that, that takes your game to another level at the end of the day. For sure, for sure. So what um I guess what what am I trying to say here? What um advice do you have for high school age kids that want to go on to the next level? And you know, I mean you took the JUCO route. So what advice do you have for kids that maybe can take the JUCO route? Right. Um I'm a high school coach right now myself. Um going into my eighth season. Or I'm in my eighth season. So I've seen the generations 
changed throughout the years. And um, right now I know the mindset and which is a good mindset, but you know, it's always good to be real with yourself. Um, the mindset right now is D1 or nothing. And right. that's, that's kind of like, it kind of sucks because then you get kids that, you know, sometimes kids kind of, you know, uh, tend to give up on themselves when they don't get that division one offer and they see their friends getting division one offers and, you know, all that. So I would say, you know, if, if you can't go that D one route, Juco isn't bad to me, junior college was division one football. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of uh, student athletes that, you know, didn't have, you know, the, the, the blessing to get a division one offer or, you know, we struggled with in school and some stuff like that. So we needed that second chance. Juco was that second chance for most of us. Um, but division two, II, division three, NAIA, it doesn't matter. Any school that's going to be able to, you know, pay for some type of education, you know, it's, it's a blessing for your family at the end of the day, you know? So I just, I just hope uh, kids could see the, the fine print in that. And at the end of the day, it's all about getting a degree and getting taking it home. So uh, football, football, you know, it's it's our world. It's it's our getaway from life. Right. But, um, you know, it's 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 not going to take you far forever. So you always got to have that, you know, that backup plan just in case. For sure. So, you know, I had forgotten that you were a uh, high school football coach. I know you'd mentioned that to me. Um, so what have you taken from your playing days to now being a coach? Uh, it's it's good now because, uh, you know, also um, I think my IQ playing from, you know, college and overseas and um, uh, I still play. I play in the flag world now, but, uh, you know, I, I'm able to share it with these kids and uh, I can relate to them as a, you know, as a younger coach and, um me still doing the things that I, I do. Um, I think they, they trust that more um, just because, you know, the generation is, is um, you know, they're all around social media. So, right. so what they see, is, you know, what they, what they want. So, you know, if I could show them that they could do it, you know, it, it, it helps a lot. For sure. For sure. Well, Hey, I want to thank you so much or wait, one more thing before we go, <laughs> I want to give a shout out rob brown of big sky customs i know he did a custom of you yeah here at idaho state so how did that turn out it, it turned out great i don't have it on me with me right now but it turned out really good man I, i'll uh when i post this link i'll post i'll post the picture of uh my custom but he yeah, also that'd be awesome yeah he did um my older cousins at montana state as well and that's how i got mine because he did his first and uh, my older cousin got me one made for a, a graduation present from Idaho State, which was real cool. And then he actually, he made one of, we had a cousin that had, uh, he's real co close to us and he had passed away. He was a basketball player and he made a figurine of him as well, which was awesome and remembrance for him. So, uh, man, Rob, appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Wow, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, his work is second to none. He gets all the oh, details. Yeah. Definitely does. He had, he had all my tattoos. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy. I've seen that on other ones. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He'll get like long hair and it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> he had the hair and everything. He didn't miss on that for sure. 
For sure, for sure. Well, hey, I want to thank you, Vi, again for your time today. It's great to talk to you. Great to talk about Idaho State a little bit and get to know you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you for your time and thank you for everything. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one. <laughs> for sure. All right. Talk to you later, man. All right on, man. Take care. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.